Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Good morning. It's Monday, July 9th, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Just a quick update from some elections that were not decided on primary day. Up in Baltimore County, former state delegate Johnny Olszewski has won the Democratic nomination for Baltimore County Executive by, get this, nine votes. So if you've ever said that your vote doesn't count, that proves you wrong. There were 84,000 votes cast in that race alone, and he won by nine. Second place finisher, State Senator Jim Broshan, is going to be requesting a recount of those nine votes. Locally here in Anne Arundel County, there were two races that were very tight to call. We needed to find out what happened with absentee and provisional ballots. And in the Democratic District 6 Anne Arundel County Council race, Lisa Rodbien came out on top of Scott McMullen by 183 votes. In the District 32 Republican Senate race, County Councilman John Grasso edged out Maureen Bryant by 73 votes. And as we all remember back when Mayor Mike Panalides defeated Mayor Josh Cohen, every vote does count. Anne Arundel County Public Schools are offering six summer series seminars pretty much to answer questions and explain to parents, students, staff members, and the public at large about key issues at Anne Arundel County Public Schools. They're going to run from 6 to 7 p.m. in the boardroom at the Parham Building, which is Anne Arundel County Public Schools headquarters right there on Reva Road. And the first session is going to be held tomorrow night and will focus on student transportation. July 17th is the Student Code of Contact. The 24th is social, emotional, and physical support of students. The 31st is programs of choice and alternative education. August 7th is curriculum and instruction. And August 14th is school security. Beyond that, we're getting back into school once again for the new year. On Saturday, a service was held at Maryland Hall for the Creative Arts for Wendy Winters, one of the victims in the Capitol Gazette shootings. Initially, it was planned for her church, the Unitarian Universalist Church of Annapolis, but it quickly grew too small. There was a standing room crowd of over 1,000 at Maryland Hall paying tribute to Wendy Winters. Former colleagues spoke, friends, ministers, as well as each of their children. Spectacular music from the Baltimore Symphony Orchestra. The choir from the Unitarian Universalist Church was quite a fitting tribute for quite a woman. And it did come out in the Capitol and the Baltimore Sun over the week and was reiterated by her son Phoenix when he addressed the crowd on Saturday that when the shooter broke into the newsroom and fired the first shot, Wendy stood up and charged at him with her trash can and recycling bucket, leaving virtually no doubt that the bravery of this one woman saved the lives of six others that were in the room at the time. You can go to the Unitarian Universalist Church Facebook page and see the three-and-a-half-hour ceremony. That will be three-and-a-half hours very well spent. 
Liz Murphy, our own favorite Naptown Pint, who is a Capital Gazette columnist and bringing all things beer to Maryland, held a fundraiser yesterday at the Crooked Crab Brewing Company. There were raffles, there were silent auctions, there was beer to be had. There was a dollar from every pint sold is going to be redirected to the Capital Gazette Families Fund. Murphy said that a lot of today is about remembering the incredible talent and mentorship and beloved family members that we lost. It's been really inspiring to see how everyone has come together like a family. Alex Josephs is one of the founders of Crooked Crab Brewing Company, which just recently opened its doors up in Crofton. And he said when approached by Murphy, he didn't hesitate to be part of the plan. It's people we know. It's people we've worked with. Once again, the community coming together to help our friends at the Capitol Gazette. And finally, Davidsonville resident Travis Pastrana was doing Evil Live in Vegas last night. He was playing tribute to Daredevil Evil Knievel of the 60s and 70s and was going to recreate three of Knievel's most spectacular jumps. Knievel's records were 50 crushed cars and 14 Greyhound buses. Pastrana put in 52 crushed cars and 16 Greyhound buses, did the two jumps very easily. The final jump was the jump over the Caesars Palace Fountains in Vegas, and that jump almost killed Knievel in December of 67 when Knievel came up short on the landing and skidded out and tumbled into the parking lot. Pastrana said he was determined to replicate the jumps in the exact manner that Knievel did, which means wearing the same outfit using a similar motorcycle, which makes the attempts all that more dangerous. And at the stroke of 11 p.m., lest anyone think this was not done for television, he successfully jumped the Caesars Palace Fountains. Congratulations to Travis Pastrana. Three more records in the books. And hopefully we'll see him sometime soon back here in Annapolis for Nitro Circus Live. That's about it for the top news today. Please make sure you're checking into ionannapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it consistently. Hey, and do me a favor. Please make sure you let all your friends and coworkers know to subscribe to the Daily News Brief. We do come every morning at 7 a.m. to you. You can subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. Okay, so that's it. Hang tight. We've got George Young with DMV Weather, and he's coming right up. Don't miss the best event of the summer. Get your tickets now for the 7th Annual Cakes and Corks Festival at the Anne Arundel County Fairgrounds, Saturday, August 18th from 1 to 7 p.m. Tickets benefit the Special Olympics of Maryland and include a souvenir glass, unlimited wine and beer samples, plus live music including headliner Kristen and the Noise. Sample over 80 Maryland wines, 40 craft beers, plus vendors like wine cream, wine slushies, and desserts made with craft beer. Buy your ticket today at cakesandcorksfest.com. For noon entry, cakesandcorksfest.com. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Monday, July 9th. After what was nothing short of a perfect 10 weather weekend for Annapolis and all of Anne Arundel County, with high temps only 80 to 85 degrees and low humidity, the week ahead will be more typical weather for this time of year with warmer temps and higher humidity. Look for highs today of 83 to 88 degrees, followed by high temps on Tuesday with a return to the 90 to 95 degree range for all. And then after a chance of showers and storms on Wednesday with more upper 80s, it'll be more sunshine with highs 85 to 90 plus Thursday and Friday on into the weekend. So all in all, not too bad for what'll be mid-July by the time we get to next weekend. Okay, that's it for us today. Make it a great week and be sure to follow DMV Weather anywhere, anytime at dmvweather.com or on social media via Twitter or Facebook or especially on our free app that you can download from the Apple App Store or Google Play Store on all of your devices by searching for DC MDVA Weather so you can always stay weather informed. 
But as summer continues on and temps stay very warm to hot and storms continue to rumble through the region, remember, whatever the weather outside, have fun and be safe. Here's to the teacher who spends her weekend helping children who need a little extra attention. To the soldier who missed the birth of his baby while serving overseas. To the EMT working full-time and taking night classes. To the police officers and firefighters working long hours away from their families to keep our families safe. Here's to you, our hometown heroes. I'm Alan Hyatt, chairman and president of Severn Bank, and we know there are many heroes among us. Men and women who serve without expecting anything in return which is why we're honored to offer our Hometown Heroes program to educators, law enforcement officers, firefighters, first responders, healthcare workers, and military personnel. Whether you're opening a checking account or buying a new home, we're here to give back to you. Learn more about our Hometown Heroes program at SeverinBank.com. Severn Bank, here with you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find much more. Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.